Woof. Well, I think it's time for us to talk about predictions and things. <gasps> Are we finally predicting Stranger Things Season 3? Yeah, I think it's something we have to do. I'm so excited. And we are joined once again by our regular all things all things stranger. The one and only PC and J. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me back on, guys. Always a pleasure, my friend. Always a pleasure. We'll never not want having you on. You're such you're such a wonderful guest on this show. Uh, you're, you're so sweet. Thank you so much for that. You definitely you are. Internet, and... I'm sweet. I had someone else say it. Didn't even have to hold a knife to his throat to get it out of his mouth. <laughs> well, this is, uh, this is a podcast. There is no video, so we can't, uh, you know, can't be too sure about that. I can neither confirm nor deny. Wow, guys. Thanks. I finally had someone say something nice, and you had to ruin it. I don't have enough <laughs> knives for the betrayal. <laughs> Speaking of ruining things, how many of our predictions are going to be wrong? Take your bets now and let me know, and I'll get the betting lines open. Yes, I'm, I'm very, I have a lot of thoughts, I have a lot of feelings, and I've been holding them back, and I'm ready to, like, let them all loose. Well, I guess I want to start by I have one prediction, and really that's about it. Okay. I have two predictions. Give us your one. We don't want to burn you out too quick. Joyce Fires is going to die in season three. Ouch. That is my thought. Really? I, I think so. So why do you think that? It's building up to it in a sense with the way things are happening with Will. And it's going to be because of... I think it's going to end up being something kind of like it was with the Mind Flayer scene in season two where she turned it up because of what it did to Bob, I think that there, the Mind Flayer is going to remember that. And that's going to be her. That's going to be the downfall of her. And I think it's going to be this season. I'm, I'm probably wrong, but I, at least before the end of the series, she is going to die. You want to know, if we're, if we're, if we're going to start talking deaths, straight out of the get-go, I don't think Joyce is going to die. I honest to God think it's going to be Hopper. That's my, that was my other death. I think they're both. I think it's both of them. I don't think it'll be both. I, I, I think Joyce will be around at least until almost the end. Because I thinking character wise, I think Jonathan still has a lot more growing up to do. Before I feel like he would be able to really take care of Will in Joyce's absence. Because, like, he still does a lot because, you know, single parent and all that other stuff. But I don't think, like, developmentally wise, like, he's going to be 100% ready to take care of Will, even by the end of this, this season. But I do think Hopper's going to die. I think because they're, they're going to be setting it up and, like, people know that Eleven exists now. So... Like, she at least has some options on where she could go if Hopper were to pass. But I think he's going to be the one that dies. Well, I have a different prediction, but it still involves <laughs> the subject of death. And that's, I believe it's going to be Steve 
that doesn't make it out of season three. Okay. Why Steve? Because in season one, we're introduced to Steve as this douchebag, typical, I'm the cool kid in high school, and I could have any girl, you know. You didn't really know if you were going to like this guy at first. And then mm-hmm. we learn about his character as the whole Nancy, Jonathan stuff begins to happen into season two, of course, but even by the end of season one, you're like, wait a minute, this guy's actually trying to do what's right. And then season two, we get the the experience of him and Nancy, their relationship, and then we end the season on a real high note with the bromance of Dustin and Steven, so or and Steve. So he's really become a fan favorite character. He's become somebody that we all like now. He still has those, you know, douchebag kind of characteristics, but it's it's more he knows like yeah, but I'm still a good guy doing what's right. And so they're so going to Game of Thrones him. I think so. I mean, that's you know, that's a very poss- big possibility. So I don't think he's going to make it out of this uh, next season. And we've already seen him a lot in the trailer, working at the uh, Ahoy ice cream shop or such like that in the mall, the mall the food court. Baskin Robbins, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, right. So, uh, yeah, I think he'll have you know a lot more in this season than he did even in the first two, but I don't. Uh, I think that's why possibly he's not going to make it out. Um, he's going to end up probably sacrificing himself for you know the the other kids or something. Or can't really say exactly how he'd be taken out, but I don't think he's going to make it. Maybe it's a self-sacrificing type of thing where like he has to do it. Like I think I think it's going to take place. Like if a playoff of your prediction, because I think it might work for either Steve or Hopper. Because a lot's going to go down at this mall, right? And I think... I I would say I'd think a lot would happen at the mall, but the arcade featured a lot in Season 2 trailers, and not much happened in the arcade. See, but my thought around it is, is that... So we already... We have the the precursor for the Mind Flayers, like, setting, like, tunnels underneath the city, right? And Uh it needs to be a central hub. But... I think that hub is going to move and I think it's going to be at the mall because that's where all of the people are going to be hanging out and the potential to get a new host, which was something that they teased at, which like they kind of teased at, but they kind of told us it was Billy, (laughs) like like blatantly told us it was Billy. Right. I think the mall is going to give, like the mind flare and other creatures from like the upside down, like the best feeding grounds, mm-hmm. you know, cause you got the employees working late, people just staying there and there's going to be so many people you might not notice like right away. If someone disappears because of the amount of people there. Okay. I can see that. So, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be popular. It's going to be dense. So to me, it makes sense where, that's where like the final showdown is going to take place because also in the trailer where we have like basically like a new lab crew quote unquote in it looks like um, with like their Hadron, their Hadron collider looking gizmo <laughs> that they're like <laughs> that they're yeah, making. CERN took over Hawkins. Right. <laughs> so 
Like, we got all that in play already. So, I don't think that they're going to go back to that lab. I doubt that this lab is going to have the same type of, like, oh, yeah, come on in. It's like, fool me twice already. Shame on me. So, I think for, like, a third time for it to go back there, I would be disappointed if that's where the the climax is. Well, you know now, I mean? since, you, since you brought up the mall, another prediction I had to go along with that was, what if there's something more to this mall than meets the eye? There's things happening behind the scenes or underground or something like that, even. What if that's where they have the new lab or something like that? Like it's underground instead of... Why not? Like in the it building? Could a, or... It could be a front. It could be a cover, it, you know. It could. Maybe it's just the front of the mall. They could just have a, a store. Yeah. And I then they've got, like, the underground tunnels for employees only. Like Disney. So, I guess my question is, we've gotten Mind Flayers, we've gotten Demogorgons. Do we get Beholders this season? Elaborate on Beholders for me. Beholders, they have multiple eye stocks, um, big D&D boss monster, very smart. Um, each eye stock has a different thing it can do. One shoots lasers, they can shoot lightning, one does a paralyzation ray, etc., etc. And I will show you what these beautiful little bastards look like in a second. <laughs> I mean, if you said one shoots lightning, I did see in the trailer that there was some like electrical like lightning type effect. So maybe. Yeah, well. Just so you know, this is coming to you from the Forgotten Realms wiki real quick, but here is a beholder. Oh, how cute. I'm a little uncomfortable. Isn't that on the cover of uh, Xanthar's? That is what Xanathar is. Xanathar oh. is a beholder. Okay. Learn your lore, homie. This is what tortured Xenos. Oh, cool. Now I know a little bit more. No, Xenos is mad at me. <laughs> but, yeah, so I want to know if this is coming this season. And it's Mr. Junkie, no. I don't know if you're able to see it, but... <laughs> no, I'm not, uh, no, I'm not seeing anything. Yeah, it'll be it. You'll see it in the chat room for the Discord <laughs> server when you can. It'll be in there to see what the beholder okay. looks like. It's a giant... Giant solo eye with multiple eye stalks in the mouth, and it floats. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so it could. It so could be it's possible. Based on something from D and D, you said, right? It is, yeah. So I'm wondering if because the Demogorgon is a D and D monster, the Mind Flayer is a big popular D and D monster. Mm. Is the Beholder next in their popular line of D and D monsters? You know, I'm actually going to have a better time believing the Beholder coming along because. You know, we did have in the official trailer of, like, a voice coming in saying, like, you let us in, now you need to let us stay. And I feel like Beholders are uh, fairly intelligent beings. Yeah. And they are um, very xenophobic, so. <laughs> so there's, I think there's, like, a good setup for that, definitely. So, although I might not know enough about Ask our friendly um, local DM next time you speak with her about Beholders. I will. And I will I'll, come I'll back have to check in. 
I'll have to check in with the uh, the dungeon master Jordan on our next uh, RPG crate unboxing. He'll fill me in on these uh, creatures. Yeah, these guys yeah. are they're fun. I mean, they have eye rays. They can charm monsters. They, of course, can fly. They <sighs> they have to give you an idea. So each ice talk has an ability. So. One has a charming ray. One can knock you unconscious. One can petrify you. One has necrotic damage that it can do. Um, one can just will just straight up kill you if it looks at you. Anti magic fields that they can create. It's amazing what these things can do. That definitely sounds like a very intimidating monster. So, and given the way it looks. Like they're calling the thing a mind flayer. I think a more accurate description could be one of these with the multiple stocks and tendrils coming out versus, you know, Cthulhu faces. <laughs> right. And we did get a glimpse at some demi crabs too. <laughs> Are we getting some Zoidbergs? I hope so. I like seeing how they evolve these like monster threats. So. This is taking place in the immediate summer following the last season, or the next year in a summer? I think it's going to be the immediate summer, because if we look at the trailer um, where Hopper is talking to Joyce about, like, her wanting to feel safe and wanting this to be, like, her home, and her just, like, look, like the shot of her, like, looking distraught, it would make more sense for it to be an immediate summer, because, like, they were technically, like, all going into winter, and now they're in summer. And, like, Billy looks like he's getting his first job. Steve looks like he's getting his first job. And then... It's 1985. Yeah, so... Yeah, it's the following summer. summer. Mm -hmm. Got some Motley Crue to rock out to. Yeah. Home sweet home happening at the beginning of that. But, yeah. So, I think think between all that, it's going to be, like, that immediate and... I also think with it too, um, you know, they're they're going to definitely they're they're paying homages to like eighty summer vibes. Like, let's go to the mall, let's go to the pool, like like those types of things that you just did in the summer. Yeah, and it's funny because when this takes place, that album, that song would have just released too. So they really did their homework on it. Oh, the, the music They're in this. very good at these music with this because that album that that came out on came out, I believe, in the summer of 85 for Motley Crue with Home Sweet Home. Um, so that's going to be great. The music is always fantastic for Stranger yeah, I, Things. Mm-hmm. I absolutely adore it. I mentioned it in our season two talk that Billy listening to Metallica's first album, <laughs> I loved it. So much so, I actually listened to that one this morning as I drove to work. There you go. I haven't left my room in like over 24 hours, so. I mean, I understand. That's my tomorrow. <laughs> so. So, <clears throat> so, something I wanted to bring up, just because this is up my alley uh, more so than y'all's, I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking about the year 1985, the following year or the previous year was 1984 and we talked about the references and easter eggs and 
one of the big things we saw in the trailer for season two, of course, was Ghostbusters. That was the big movie of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about other things from, from season two. Now, for me, the following year was what we call the boom period, beginning of the boom period for professional uh-huh. wrestling. 1985, Hulk Hogan, or I'm sorry, end of, end of 84, mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan wins the WWE title and Hulkamania goes wild for the next five, six years. And 85 was the first year of WrestleMania. So I have been like waiting to see some sort of wrestling reference because 80s it took over the world in the 80s. Yes. And we've had Star Wars, Aliens, E.T., Goonies. We have all these other pop culture references. Bring it on. We got to have some Star Wars, something to do with wrestling now, you know? I gotcha. Yeah, being me, I... I mean, I I watched the Attitude Era. Who didn't? I mean, <laughs> that was you know. <laughs> but I'm not a wrestling fan, so you know that those references would probably be wasted on me. I know who Hulk Hogan is. I know Andre the Giant. You know, and that's all you need to know for the '80s. <laughs> you need to know Hogan, Roddy Roddy Piper, Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, I know Roddy Roddy Piper. And that's all you. And Junkyard Dog. There you go. That one. That's I all you really need to know for the for that time period. Uh. And that's it. I, I would be satisfied if I see one of the kids just walking by with a Hulkamania shirt on, or they're watching it in the background while they're trying to figure out what to do with the next, you know, Demogorgon stuff happening or whatever. Just things like that. You know what, Mr. Drunky? Just because you talked about wrestling, we're going to do a wrestling show. I don't know when, but we're going to do one. <laughs> I don't Absolutely. know anything about it, so I think I'd nice talk about of the history of wrestling. Oh, let me take you to school, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coming soon to a podcast near you. I'm very curious to see what kind of movies that came out in 85 they're going to reference because this was a big year for movies too. What movies came out? Goonies. Commando. Back to the Future. Back to the Future, The Breakfast Club. Um, Pee-wee's Adventure. Yes, I love Pee-wee. That was one of my favorite movies. There was a Rocky movie. One of the greatest. No. The greatest action movie, period. Commando. Yes, Commando. Yes. I mean, arguably Arnold's best, in my opinion. Well, they do also have that, like, new sheriff that's, like, coming into town. That definitely has that more, like, uh, military vibe to him. That's right. That they were playing with at the trailer. So, Commando may very, very well be that reference. Yeah, well, all, or Rambo, because Rambo First Blood Part 2 came out that year too you know there's one movie that i i i grew up watching this movie countless times and it came out in 1985 you may be not have seen it or heard of it called explorers anybody seen that no i have not okay uh it stars a very very young uh river phoenix and ethan hawk very young and uh it's three boys that uh they're into nasa space travel they build their own uh, spaceship and get to travel to outer space. Uh, they're using a, a Tilt-A-Whirl as their spaceship. Oh, okay. And it's a hilarious, awesome movie. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. Uh, but that came out in 1985, so that would also be a very good... Because they're, they're good at not just picking the top movies that everyone knows. They're good at picking other things that, you know, you'd have to know the 80s or 90s to know things about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I haven't seen that one, but I'm going through a list of movies that did come out in 1985, and I'm trying to see when some of them came out compared to when the show takes place. Mm-hmm. Like um, summertime. Well, because like this is the year that Beyond Thunderdome came out. Oh. <laughs> However, I don't, I don't know what date it came out. If it came out before or after the summer. Well, one thing I mentioned. 10th of July. So this would have actually yeah. probably released this. There may this may be mentioned in the show. Yeah. Because it came out in July of '85. One of the movies I mentioned in uh, one of our previous talks about when we were talking about season three coming out, since it's uh, going to have a mall as it's you know one of its newest locations, was there has to be some sort of reference or connection to Dawn of the Dead. Yes. Yes. I mean, you already have Will the zombie, as you call him. So zombie we got boy. our zombie. We got our zombie. Uh, you know, and the mall itself, whenever George Romero's classic came out, people were saying, is there a little subliminal message being sent here that people that go to the mall are zombies? Because you stand at a mall for a while, you look around, people are just walking around like zombies. It's true to this day, 35 years later. Something while we're so while we're on the topic of will, one thing I have some predictions on is just like the group in general. Um, just because like you know, we get shots of um Dustin going off to Cam, um and then some some sass from Mike um about not being kids anymore. Um so I think I think there's gonna be a little bit more party tension. Yeah. Um, you're roboting on us. Oh, sorry. Nope. No, you're still. It's the hackers. They're coming in. Okay, prepare. We've we've discussed this before. It's happening. Yeah, the hackers are coming. Nancy, yeah. you can say we'll have you finish your thought here in a in a moment. Um, so. What else? And you know, I'm just gonna ask you to just flat out here, sir. Um, what else that was referenced and seen in '85 up to this point would you be wanting to see in this season? Oh gosh, uh, I mean, I guess it's a, it's always nice to see things such as, and I guess we saw a little bit of this in the first season. I don't recall a whole lot in the second season, but anything they do with like product placement, you know, <laughs> it's always cool to see. They're doing the whole new Coke tie-in. Yeah, exactly. It's cool to see those kind of references for the advertisements, the way they used to look. And then, I mean, hello, retro has been in for the last, what, 15, 20 years. We've been dealing with retro continuously. So Yeah, retro's been around for so long. We're probably going to see brought back again because of that. Most definitely. You'll see more, yeah, because I think Coke is releasing a limited run of the the new Coke to coincide with this releasing. Um, yeah, the music's gonna be good, as we've mentioned in it. Um, yeah, I was I guess... looking at a list of songs, like what was the hit music, uh, you know, music in uh, 1985, and man, it's crazy to look at the list to see some of these songs, like <laughs> the "We Are the World" song. If you know about that, was recorded in '85. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, well, yeah, Breakfast Club came out in 85, so you have the Don't You Forget About Me about song. Me. Back That's to the Future be. in 85, so you're going to have a bunch of Huey Lewis kind of maybe in there yeah. as well. Yeah, definitely. <sighs> Weird okay. Science. Ah, oh, love it. Yes. That's such a good movie. Weird Science is a fantastic movie. Do you know John Hughes in 85 had one, two... They had like three or four movies come out in '85 alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, he could coast for a little while. <laughs> I think he did coast for a little while. Oh, let's not forget. Also released in 1985 was the hit single, one hit wonder, "Party All the Time" by Eddie Murphy. We got My it. girl wants to party all the time. Sorry, <laughs> I actually know I that hope song. They bring that in. It. That would be awesome. Did you know that Eddie uh, Eddie Murphy actually came out with like more music recent recently, and he worked with like Snoop Dogg on it, just as like a fun aside? Oh my gosh! Another fun aside: Hawkeye released a single. Oh what? yeah. Jeremy <laughs> Renner released a single. It's not wow. bad. Huh. I don't think it's bad. At least it's kind of got a country twang to it. Okay. Okay. So, so. now that I'm not a robot. Let me yes. talk about my feelings. Yes, um, please. My no longer malfunctioning Android code host. <laughs> Don't out me like that, man. <laughs> so I think we're going to have a big party dynamic issue. Um, I think Will and Mike are really going to like butt heads. And um, he's going to be the one that uh, Will's going to be the one that Mike says, like, we're not kids anymore. Too. Um, just from like shots that I saw of like Will looking at like pictures of them from like Halloween and like simpler times and like since he had gone through like so much, of course he's gonna just want to go back to how it used to be because like he didn't really get to continue to have that with everything that happened to him. But now Mike has L like as like a permanent part, and of course he's gonna want to you know take up as much of that as possible. So there's going to be some dynamic issues. Um, and now that uh, Max is going to, you know, be more of a thing hanging out with Luke, I think Will's going to feel really excluded. So yeah. there's going to be some tension. I think there's going to be some tension between uh, Lucas and over Max. Because I feel like, like Dustin, kind of like he went away for camp and like maybe found something else, and like realizes like that Luke and Max kind of have more of a more of a connection. And then him going away is only going to really like deepen that. I don't know if it's going to be like tension, but maybe he's like butthurt over it. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I'm not as big into Stranger Things as you are, so I'm only just able to make it, um, you know, general predictions off of what I've seen. So, because I'm not big into the Stranger Things lore, you know. <laughs> oh no, this is this is my wheelhouse. I love this series. So, I also think you know, Nancy and Jonathan aren't done, but I think that that one's going to be way more of a slow build than how they crammed. Steve and Nancy together. Dude, Nancy and Jonathan hook up. Well, they already hooked up at the Oracle's house. 
but I think they're going to like leave that be for a little while and then maybe closer to the middle they kind of they finally like let their feelings like show and we'll see we'll see something that happens from from that but it's also going to be interesting too because I feel like Nancy's going to go off to college so that's another thing that might hinder their relationship because she was talking about going to college right in season two so we so, might see some like summer love drama so do either one of y'all think we will finally get in season three Joyce and Hopper they've teased that a lot I want it to be that my wonder I guess if you're saying if Hopper could I same way Bob died, for example, kind of getting Joyce and the kids out of somewhere. And I think you mentioned that already, but I mean, I don't, uh, yeah. I mean, it, I don't want Hopper obviously to die. I don't want his character to, I, I want, if anything, it, you know, he needs to be there for the last season, even when they decide that's a bit, be the final season. But like, I, I can't see him, I can't see his character going out in that, in that similar fashion. Right. I don't want to see Hopper go, and I think if him and Joyce hook up, Hopper will die, for sure. Mm. Are you calling Joyce a Black Widow? Because that's what I'm hearing here. I mean, Bob's dead. Through <laughs> <laughs> that. I mean, we don't know what she and Benny may have gotten to, into at one point. Who knows? You know, She could have visited the Burger Shack. Yeah. Right? Who knows? Never know. I mean, apparently and she got around town a little bit, so you never know. Yeah. Benny's dead. Okay. Bob's dead. Or Benny. Justice for Benny. So, I mean, maybe she is. Okay, so while we're kind of like on the topic of uh, Joyce and Hopper, there's an idea that I've been kind of thinking about just in general, and I want to bring you guys this question to see what y'all think about it. Do you think that Hopper's going to have a deeper connection with the Upside Down? Now, because he was stuck there for as long as he was? I think it's possible after the fact of what he went through in the tunnels being trapped in mm-hmm. the mines and uh, same thing with Dustin also I was wondering too because he also was uh, exposed to the uh, stuff underneath there as well so that'll be an interesting thing to see I I don't know because it wasn't quite like the way Will was trapped for example Right. So, just, oh, that's a good. It's one good of those thought. things. Yeah, it's one of those things that I've been like toying with, where like it makes sense. Because I also feel that like, like continue, like what we had been kind of discussing was just like Will's been tied to the upside down for so long, and also with the talk of like a new host and how. It's Billy, but could also very well be that new cop, which is also something I'm thinking about. Like, the new cop could be the host, but I really do think it's Billy. Um, but They've almost all but can... Right. So, my, my thought with that is, is that maybe on top of, like, a new host is, like, new people having connection to the Upside Down. And maybe that's why, like, Hopper knows that you know, Eleven has the best chance of fighting for us for the Upside Down, and 
you know, maybe he'll see a little bit more because I feel like also I feel like if he's going to die, he needs to have like a bigger connection to the upside down. But Bob didn't have a connection to the upside down. The demo dogs just ate the shit out of him. <laughs> he was a plot device. <laughs> I suppose. Well, any other last minute predictions? Uh, not necessarily a prediction, but I just remembered one huge pop culture thing that we did not bring up that involves the year 1985. It's yes. a little thing with three initials called the Nintendo oh, Entertainment System. Right, the NES yes. came out in 85 yes. in the US. So that obviously has got to be you know popped up somewhere in the show. Uh, yeah, they, they'll have to have an NES in there. Yeah. Otherwise, what are they doing? Yep. What is that? Anyway. Yeah, because that's right. The NES itself came out that year, and we... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we glanced over that completely. Yep. Now, it you call yourselves nerds. North America in October of 85, so there's it's... that little leeway of time, but come on. The, There's got to be a way for them to put it in there yeah, if they yeah. just extend it a little bit. Yeah. Because that's something these kids would definitely have. At least one of them would have, because one kid on the block always had the Nintendo. Yep. Um, if anyone were to get it, I'm going to put my money on Dustin. Or yeah, is it I Will because so. Joyce is, over, is trying to... Con- I, don't think, I don't think Joyce has the money for a Nintendo system. Yeah, that's my she thought. She has other skills, though. You know, being a Black Widow and all. I mean, she did kill the uh, guy that worked at Radio Shack, so... I don't know. Yeah. So... Well. If we've got no other predictions. Um, I think we can call this one, you know, done. Yep, I can't wait to see what I'm wrong about. Right, what I'm right same. about. I'll Miss- probably have all of it done by the 4th of July because I'm off that day. And Mr. Chunky, I'll have everything for you linked in the description below. Excellent. Um, for all of your handles. And I guess we will see you for our season three recap here in a few weeks. Sounds good. Yeah. I will definitely be binge watching. Can't wait for the new season to start up. It's going to be very interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I'm going to make sure. I'm going to have to at least take the first week it's out off from watching it because I need a break after just binging the second season. Week. <laughs> no, other things I have to watch. Fair enough. But thank you for joining us again, Mr. PCNJ. Always fun. Thank you for having me. And I definitely am uh, down for a wrestling talk anytime y'all want to as well. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get some logistics of that one figured out because I think yeah. having a good crash course of, of pro wrestling is a good idea. So, yeah. I know it. Details yeah. will come soon. Until then, Yay. we've been a thing. Bye, guys. <laughs>